What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Oaktown Boys. We hit episode 10. It's episode 10. It's episode 10. That's exciting. This is Corey. I'm Dan. And it was <laughs> another interesting week of Oakland A's baseball. It mostly good. So, game recap-wise, uh, Monday was an off day. Tuesday, the A's suffered a miserable loss to the Padres. In fact, I was feeling extremely gloomy watching this game. Uh, the umpire made... A poor call on a strike, called it a ball, could have ended the inning. Instead, Chama and I ended up giving up three runs uh, in a big second inning. All of a sudden, the Padres were running away with this game. I think it was 6-1 after the sixth inning, and it was 8-1 to in a final. It just felt like they had gotten off to a bad start again, and just every time they get hot, they lose a game, and... It was rough. It was a bad day. Luckily, the rest of the week went much better. Yeah, I mean, Sean and I gave up a leadoff home run to Tommy Pham. Never a great start. Yeah, I forgot about the leadoff home run to Tommy Pham on the first pitch. It was a, it was a bad sign. Sean <laughs> and I finally had an off week, and it's going to happen. He still managed to go four and a third, which actually was pretty huge because I think it was Diolis Guerra warming up in the second inning when the second inning meltdown was occurring. So and, I mean, he went four and a third with nothing. Went four and a third with nothing. He gave up eight hits, five runs, all earned technically, although I'd argue that really they were unearned due to the umpire. Four strikeouts, no walks, so he didn't totally melt down, I guess. Gave up a home run. That's a 10.38 ERA on the week. So we're looking for a big bounce back from Shawnee Manaya tomorrow. Totally, totally believing in it. But. Yep. And as bad as Monday was, Wednesday, for the most of the game, the A's offense continued to look dead, and it was terrible. But then, miraculously, they pulled it off. And watching this unfold the whole time, I was just telling myself, I can't get too excited. There's no way, no way they're going to come back and win this game. Literally impossible. I need to start, <laughs> I need to start preparing for a, a miserable podcast and... Preparing for the worst, basically. And then, lo and behold, the new guys have injected just something different into this offense. This is not the same A's offense well, dude, that we've been For watching. sure. And also, the fact that, I mean, Matt Chapman comes up in a big spot in the bottom of the ninth in that inning and hits a ball short. And I'm thinking, oh my god. But somehow it was far enough to the left of the shortstop where he beat the throw first. Somehow. And it was an RBI single. And at that point, I was thinking, like... Oh, okay. Like, we're not losing by two runs anymore. We're losing by one run. <laughs> Big hit for Chapman these days. It was. And then, yeah, I think it was two outs. Jan Gomes was up, two strike count. A's were down by two runs, and he actually did it. Finally, the A's got a big hit, and it felt so good. Line drive single up the middle, and the A's tied the game. They almost... Won it. Did we not get thrown out of home plate? I don't remember. I don't think so. Honestly. Anyways, Jan Gomes had a clutch hit. Tied the game. Then, of course, the Padres immediately come back and score in the top of the 10th. Yeah. And it didn't feel very good. But it wasn't 
Tifa still felt like they had a shot. So, of course, with the runner on second, you always have a shot. So, Matty O, he came through. Yeah. The big double off the wall, scoring two runs, including Marte, all the way from first. And it was so fun to watch Marte run. And it was great. It was awesome. It was, awesome. I, it was interesting how everyone can take in a baseball play differently. Like, we... I thought it was a home run. I was I, when he hit he the ball. It was a home run. He when he hit the ball, I thought like it, was it was a home, a home run. run. And he, it turned out to be a double, which was totally fine. And in, in the process of him being interviewed after the game, he said, "I thought it was a sack fly. Like I didn't think I got enough of it at all." And so I thought it was a home run. He uh, thought it was a sack I fly. I thought it was a home run. It turned out to be a double, which no one expected. <laughs> so it's, uh, but it was, you know, I mean, game-ending extra base hits, homers are exciting. Obviously, I mean, walk off, walk off homer is great, but there's no like play involved in it. You know, the ball, it's, the game's over. It's awesome. Everybody's jogging around. A double or a triple to like win a game is like, it's there's yeah, some of these people are sliding places. The ball's getting thrown around. It's there's a lot going on, and it was a lot of fun, and we needed it so bad. Yeah. And it was just Matt Olson's having a great season, and he it was a great moment in an, in another great moment in the, what's turning out to be like a really great season for Matt Olson. And it's been really fun to watch. And him seeing he having a runner on second with Marte and Olsen coming up in the bottom of the 10th, I was feeling pretty good. Yep. And it worked yep. out. Me so. too. Marte. Uh, love him. <laughs> He's so good. When you really so think good. about it, it's super impressive that he scored on that, that hit by Olsen because there were less than two outs. Will Myers was pretty close to catching that ball. Yeah, I mean, I think he really just kind of sent it a little bit. Maybe, it, and it like, worked out. And right yeah. now, everything is coming up spades for him. So, yeah. Or aces, I should say. And um, Frankie Montas did a great job. He yeah. went six innings, three runs allowed, eight strikeouts, no walks, which is... Um, I might have to go through and take a closer look, but... So far, all my notes say no walks by the starting pitchers. So, maybe I'm not sure... Did Frankie, walk anybody? Frankie is doing exactly what we need him to do. Cole Irvin walked two people, and James Caprillion walked two people. But Sean Frankie Montas, and Chris Bassett did not walk anybody this so week. So four walks total through five starts. That's pretty cool. Not bad. Not bad. It's pretty less than cool. a walk per start, which is pretty... I don't know if that's an official stat, but maybe one that we can work on, because that's really low. The bullpen um, was great. On mm-hmm. Wednesday, including another great outing by Andrew Chafin, who looks more and more like an excellent pickup, just like the rest of these guys do. Yeah, and it's I think it's one of those things where he, him being great in the role that he's in has allowed other guys to go back into roles that they're more comfortable in, which allows them to be better too. You know, I mean, we had guys pitching out a role because we Bob Melvin was doing whatever he could, you know, because yep. nobody was really pitching that well. So you get guys back more into their comfort zones a little bit, and their numbers start to get better. So like, I a well timed addition is it's like a you know I mean it's it's a a bullpen is a little bit of a house of cards you know like it's you got it's very delicate balance, and if it falls apart, it can really fall apart. Yeah. So I'm glad we reinforced it. Um, and so we split with the Padres, which we've done twice now, two and two against the Padres two splits, last two weeks. Yes, that is bad. Not some, bad. Some Padres, needed text. Exchanges with my Padres friend Kevin. Um, Padres are a good team, and splitting a four-game series with them essentially 
Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. And they they both have very similar records to this point as well. Makes Um, sense. And then we are looking at Thursday, right? Thursday was the off day again? Thursday was the off day. Friday. So Friday started the three-game series against Texas. Uh, Bassett was great. Seven innings. Um, As we said, no walks, five hits, eight strikeouts. Lowering his ERA to three one nine, didn't get didn't get the win, but definitely put us in position to win. Mike Fultonowitz, two hits, over six innings, one run. The guy yeah, is how did we not trade for this guy? It's very frustrating. Anyway, so we were um, for it. not much going on. Honestly, we scored in the bottom of the fourth. Um, Marte homered his second homer, I believe, as an A. Yes. Yeah, because the first homer was first in a stinky game against the, the Padres. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, so, Marte homered, um, then kind of for left, doubled, tied the game in the top of the fifth, and there was nothing doing for like the rest of the game. We didn't barely got any hits. They barely got any hits. Um, oh no, Marte didn't. That Marte hit the home run later. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. So how did we score earlier? Was it also him? Probably. It's probably also him. <laughs> Um, oh no, Mitch Marlin grounded into a double play. Ah. Oh, that's yeah. Okay, it was, this is an ugly game for most of the game. <laughs> anyway, so bottom line, Marte comes up in the bottom of the eleventh, hits a laser, clutch, walk off homer, great moment. Um, you just it's he's on one of those runs right now where if he's up, it just feels like something's gonna happen. He's like. In base, baseball is one of those sports where you can get, like, carry a team hot. One dude can get, like, hot enough where he can carry a team. And he's carrying us right now. He's every, Other people are playing playing well, too, which is making us, which is why we're playing extremely well right now. But, I mean. He went 12 for 24 this week. And you don't want to, yeah, it's 500 for those playing the home games. 500. 500. He homered twice. Stole seven bags. Um, and... You know, I we're not going to pile on too much because it's you don't want to be mean or anything. But oh, Jesus Cesardo hasn't looked great, so we've, we we no, traded Jesus Cesardo, who has continued to not look super great for Stanley Marte, for who has unequivocally been the greatest player of all time over the past like yeah ten Nick days. Starling. Um. So yeah, that was cool. Awesome walk off home run. Yeah, uh, Romo will continue to be great. Sergio Romo has been great. Since the first time we talked about him being great, he hasn't been anything but great. Hell so, um, and Chafin was great. Trevino was great. Petit was great. The bullpen. They're doing the is, pitching is just pitching, nuts. Pitching it all around is doing great. I have never um, been more pleased with the A's starting and bull, starting rotation and bullpen like at the same time than I am right yeah. now. Yes. Um, so great win. Great win. Great way to start a series. Um, and Saturday was an even was was an ideal way to continue a series. We just we, we skunked them. They went up two nothing early, which Adolis Garcia hit a rocket. <laughs> yeah, some guy off caught of Cole it Irvin. in the sweet. I mean, it was and Cole Irvin even said after the game, like, yeah, he really he really tattooed that so one. That one had its own flight crew. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so that happened. The Rangers went up early, two nothing on a moonshot from Adolis Garcia, and then from there on out, it was all A's, like all A's. Which felt so good, including um, a seven run inning followed by another monster inning. I think they sent they like scored, twenty. They dudes scored. To the we plate. scored. The, the final was twelve three. We 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 myrtleized them. 
Oh, Irvin was great. We scored all 12 runs in the third, fourth, and fifth. Seven, <laughs> seven runs, three runs, two runs. <laughs> Beautiful. But that's how that's how you pile on. And, you know, uh, Gomes homered. Harrison homered. Um, Olsen went four for five. Marte went two for five. Elvis Andrews had two hits. Matt Chapman even had two hits. Matt Chapman almost homered. Matt Chapman came within, like, two or three feet. I mean, it was like a classic Matt Chapman home run, too. He, like, upper in the zone fastball right went center. to right center and it just hit off the high part of that wall you know mm-hmm. where it juts out a little bit um but yeah great game great game and you know uh when Delkin gave up a run but that was fine he was pitching with a huge lead and then Birch Smith was fine it's you know we were pitching Birch Smith that's how the game was going and then he were bringing position players in by the end of the game and people were throwing like 30 miles an hour they were looping little fastballs in there that was, was a lot hilarious of fun. I- hilarious I saw a number of people say they had never seen anything like that yeah. on a baseball field. Yeah. And then I've been playing slow pitch softball these days, and it that's exactly how the A's batters approached it. They kind of walked into the ball a little bit and swung as hard as they could. <laughs> Matt Chapman almost legged out a double. Yes. He did hit the ball pretty hard. He did. He's he, There are signs of life there. There are signs of life there. And we're winning even if he's not, even if he's striking out every time. So it was really nice to see that when the ball was literally lobbed to him, he could clobber it. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's a good sign. If he missed that one, then I would have thought he would have strike, been striking out on that pretty much everything. Yeah. Um, and then yesterday was a pretty good game. I mean, again, they scored on top of the first. Um, and then we came back. They scored one run on top of the first, came back, scored three runs. In the bottom of the first, capped off by a Sean Murphy, our two-run RBI double, and he really that he really got a hold of, um, and we were on we were we were running from there. Caprillion pitched great, good to have him back. Good to see him only miss one turn through the rotation. He did kind of mess up that little thing that they had going where they had nobody had missed a start, so he was there. The expectations were high that he was going to come back and continue to be good. And now he he's was. back, rightfully and so. Marte four for five, bonkers. Four hits. Uh, Harrison, Harrison's two for four. Um, Chafin was great again. The bullpen was awesome. Trevino's got eighteen saves. His ZRA is under two. Things are going good right now. Um, <laughs> it's a four in one week, and a good time. It's been very relaxing watching baseball for the last. Even the, I mean, the A one game sucked, but it's been great since then. So I even I can have rosy glasses on about that. I can stomach one loss a week. Yeah, me too. And I don't really even care how it happens. Like we can lose like twenty to nothing one time a week as long as we win the other four or five games. So hopefully that doesn't happen. But if it does, it'd be okay. Um, and that's it. Everybody they pitch great for the most part. They hit well. Um, that's how you win baseball games. Play good defense. You know, stole stole bases. The stolen base. Wrinkle is kind of new for us, but it's a lot of fun. I like how often we're running. I saw a stat that the last time an A's player had as many games with three hits and a stolen base as Marte has had in this last week, it was like Billy Burns in 2015. (laughs) He he did it like six times that whole year, and Marte's already done it like three times Mm -hmm. in in a week and a half or whatever. Um, I love Marte. I love him so much. I hope he never leaves. He is just so much fun to watch after this swing and miss offense epidemic has taken over baseball. Yeah, well, and also to put a to put a little bow on the six to three Sunday result, there were two calls 
that were overturned in the A's favor in one inning in that the game. The A's challenged them, right? Yes, yeah. and they won both challenges, and both were egregiously missed calls. Unbelievable! It Finally. was a it was a it was a tag at second that was clearly missed, and then another tag at home that was clearly missed, and the tag at second. We're just we may have to start an entirely different podcast about. How much umpires stink. Yeah. Um, so we're not going to go into it too much. They won. Doesn't matter. Whatever. Yeah. One of those was thankfully to overcall Marte being called out on a stolen base attempt because I hope he never gets thrown out. As he, a he, it doesn't seem to gonna, happen frequently, you know. Um, and also, Seth Brown hit a ball almost 450 feet. He. Yeah, that made me it. feel a lot better crushed about it. just things. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, oh, God, Loriano, we haven't even talked about... Are we going to... Yeah, we're going to get to that. Loriano's a topic. The we'll first thing we absolutely have to talk about is Ray Fossey. Um, Ray, they, Ray Fossey and his wife announced this week through the A's that he's been battling cancer for 16 years, which is crazy because the, the guy has been showing up to work every day and just going for it. Um, but he says he's... he's uh, Stepping away from the broadcast booth, I don't know if that means permanently or just throughout through this period of time, but either way, it's a total bummer. We love Ray. Yeah. Um, love Ray. He's, uh, he's always been a great source of fun and comedy on the broadcast. Well, and also really, like, relevant A's anecdotes, you know what I mean? Absolutely. He, the guy was right in the middle of it for some of the greatest A's teams yes. that have ever been around. Um, so, it's a bummer. It's That's a big bummer. I... Hope it's just a temporary thing and that he's just going through a hard time that he's going to be able to bounce back from. But we'll see. If you've been fighting something for 16 years and you haven't said anything about it, and then all of a sudden you say something about it, doesn't necessarily It's a little scary. Well. It <laughs> for, is. For us on the outside, yeah. I'm um, sure it's scary for him too. Um, but yeah, I mean, every best wishes with Ray and his family and hope it's all, hope it all works out. You know that, I know that uh, Glenn and Dallas have individually said things in support about it as well, and I'm sure those dudes are going through it a little bit too. So yep. tough times, but keep fighting, Ray. And Hopefully man, the days will play good for him, and they have so far. They have, and there's a sign out in right field, and everyone's on board. You know, so absolutely. Um, and I mean, I just got to continuation of the bummer. I mean, obviously not a bummer of the same magnitude, but still a bummer. Ramon Laureano got popped, man. Yeah, Dan texted me. Midday, I just checked my phone, see Loriano got popped, and I was like, what? And it truly ruined my day. I was so <laughs> upset. Um, and I just don't even know, like, I don't know how I'm supposed to spin it. I'm not entirely sure what I'm supposed to do, but I see it as either he's telling the truth, and he truly did not put steroids in his body on purpose, and he really got ate some something with a tiny trace amount of it in it, in which case, I want to know why the heck this testing protocol is so crappy that if you eat a tiny, tiny piece of tainted meat or whatever, it can somehow get you suspended for 80 games. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You'd, you'd think there needed to be a higher threshold. Um, I read somewhere that if you're taking this stuff, you're injecting it into your body every single day. So I would have to think that it would be easy to tell between someone doing that and someone who accidentally ate a tiny piece of it one time. So I'm not sure how to feel about that. But I also, dude, I remember reading a, I think it was an ESPN article like a while ago um, that was talking about dudes using testosterone. Like how you use testosterone. 
And it's like, it's in your system for like 10 hours. And so like you, it's like a cream or whatever. And you like apply this, this specific example was saying like you, as long as you stay on this regimen of like applying it appropriately, like exactly 30 yeah, minutes yeah, after the game's over, positive. then you'll never get caught. Cause it'll be yeah. out of your system by the time you're moving the next morning. And, um, yes, I just don't, I don't know. Well, that would be know. that he was actually taking it yeah, on purpose. And no, I'm just saying school. it's, it's, so possible. it's possible. It's possible. It, it, it's, it's, I don't know. It's a bummer. And I, you know, it's, you don't, you selfishly as a fan, you feel like you deserve answers, but like we don't, we, we totally don't, you know, and we're never going to find out. And it, I get at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. You know, like whatever he's, if he did it, that if, if he truly did it, then he got caught and he's being punished. And when his punishment has been served, if he's still an A, you know, like if, then I will welcome him back with open arms. And I hope he does. I will hope he doesn't. I hope, will hope the situation doesn't arise again in any way. That's right. You know, I mean, it happened to Frankie and I love Frankie. What's whatever. You know, it's like true. It's and we love Ramon and, you know, worst, he's, literally worst case scenario. It was a lapse of judgment and it was a mistake. And he's going to be, he's going to pay his dues for it. And then he'll be back. I mean, it it doesn't. It's happening either way. He's day to games are happening either way, you know. So I feel like it's, it is what it is. It stinks, but um, either, only he knows. Only either he, he knows. got royally screwed or he messed up. And in either case, I will uh, continue to support him. Yeah, and it's not like I feel like there's I like I said there's there's part of you that feels like you like deserve the truth, but I don't really I don't know Ramon Laureano. I've, it's not like he lied to me or anything, you know. Like I don't. It does. It's okay. It's whatever. Especially you, you know, like we seem to have reinforced the team well enough. And I, as you mentioned here, I am. I wonder if they knew. They did seem to load up an awful lot on position players when we all really didn't necessarily. We didn't really think an outfield pickup was coming. I mean, if you, if the. Situations are reversed a couple days, you know, like if Loriano got, if we found out Loriano is getting suspended on like a Monday and then the Marte trades on a Wednesday, we all we're like, oh yeah, directly because of that. Yeah. yeah, so you wonder, you wonder, you and, but, and, boy, and I know that the blow or what? Well, and I know that they don't know. I know that I know they know for like a, he's known for like a month. Sure. Yeah, that's what you they're know. saying. That there's a long appeal process involved, and which makes me think they probably got it right. I again, I don't know, but and it's I feel like if there's a in in reading stuff on Twitter about it, you know, articles being written about it, it's such like a morality thing tied to it, and it's like everybody relax, like it's not ideal, but he's not going to go to hell because no. of it. Like let's all, it's it's cool. It's, when he was recently injured, and you know, it's maybe he was taking it to get back on the. The healthy grind. Who knows? There's a lot of, a lot of choices that are made in the the daily lives of a pro. And there's also a lot of not know the, about, and there's sure. a lot of pressure. And he's still in arbitration. He's still in arbitration. It's not like he signed some mega deal. You know, this is still there's still a lot on the line for a lot of these dudes. You know, like it's, I don't know, whatever. I still I'm gonna, love him. Gonna still give him the benefit of the doubt yeah, for now, him. even still if still love him regardless. Up, still love him. I'll give him the pat on the back. Say he screwed up and move um, on. And we can put on now. We can put all the stinky stuff to bed because we talked about most of that stuff. Yes. And Quickly, let's revisit our A's moment of the week because um, 
for me, it was definitely the the walk off come from behind victory against the Padres. That is my new game of the year. I would say they pulled off the rare double comeback, comeback in the ninth to tie it, comeback in the tenth to win it. And I just can't say enough good things about Jan Gomes. Yes. That at bat, in the hands of most of the other A's this season, was going to be a strikeout. Yeah. It was going to for sure be a strikeout. Because he spoiled three great pitches. Nasty pitches. And he was hitting them with breaking balls and fastballs. And and there were at least two of them that he barely stayed alive on. Barely clipped them. Um, and that's it was you know yeah it was a, maybe eight or nine pitch at bat and that ended with kind of a bloopy single to center but that's exactly what we needed I don't think yeah we just haven't had this unique blend of not only contact but also like contact with authority on yeah. the A's all year and all of a sudden we have three new dudes that are spraying the ball all over the field well and, so, and dude yeah. the beautiful thing about that game was that we haven't frequently scored in consecutive innings you know, when we were losing a lot two weeks ago, three I mean, two weeks ago through six weeks ago, um, you'd get you'd get like one, two, three, two run inning, one, three run inning, and that's what you have for the game. We scored <laughs> Never two scored we again. scored two runs in the bottom of the ninth and two runs in the bottom of the tenth. You know, like scoring in back to back innings has seemed like a foreign concept well, for long. Yeah, and it was after year, scoring and, two runs for the previous Seventeen innings yeah. or whatever. Yeah, so. and then and then it seems like that kicked us off a little bit. Now we're scoring. It feels like the A's have a new offense. Yes, and <laughs> it's so much better. And it's mostly built on the parts they already had, you know, which is important. They just needed a few pieces. Yeah, and now everything's falling into place. Um, my moment of the week: um, low hanging fruit, but the Marte walk off to win the game. It was easily the moment of the week. Mm-hmm. It, it it was. It tell was, me, tell me what you were doing in that moment. I, I was sitting in. I was sitting here. I was sitting on the couch. I was drinking beers, watching Rally the. Cap or anything? No, or? no. I was just. I had been. I had been watching Shit's Creek, and so I had. I had the A's game on the side TV, and I had Shit's Creek on, and I was watching, and it came to the bottom of the tenth, and I just switched the audio back over, and I had just opened a beer, and as soon as Marte came up, I was like, I don't think I said anything out loud, but I was like. I think this game's probably over. Like, I don't know if he's going to... He's going to end this. Like, I think he's he was... Because he'd been, you know, he'd been hitting the ball. He's been hitting the ball great. So I was like, we really just need a single. You know? Like, but I mean, I knowing him, maybe it would be a double. And then he hit the ball. I was like, oh my God. You know, he got he got into a 3-1 count. And I was like, he's going to get a good pitch. He's a hot guy in a 3-1 count right now. And yeah, he murdered the ball. And as I tell you, you know, I was, I was jumping up and down. I was yelling. At the, I mean, it's... He's the greatest. He's the most. He's one of the most electric people I've ever seen in an A's uniform already, and it's been like five minutes. Yep. Um, and we just needed it so badly. You know, like we needed him so badly, and we need. If we lost to Mike Faltonowitz again, it would have killed our momentum. If we lost a two, if we lost a two to one game because we couldn't figure out Mike Faltonowitz, if we lost a two to one game in extras. You know, because at that point, it, I mean, that game was going to go like 12 or 13 if it didn't get ended then. Yeah. You know? Um, and as soon as it came up, there's this party where it's like, is he really? Like, is he really going to do it? Is he really going to win this game? And not only did he win the game, he won it in majestic fashion. And he, like, he didn't super pimp it, 
But he hit it and he like looked at it a little yeah. bit. And it was a was no like, doubt. It was a no doubt. It wasn't that deep, but it was just a, just a missile. And he was like, ah, you know, you could just tell he was like, I am killing it right now. Like I am. I hope I, he's having a good time. I'm killing it right now. I think he um, is. So great, great moment. Um, and I mean, I just to kind of like we should talk about it maybe just to put a fine point on it. They every dude they traded for it's was perfect. It. Was a was exactly what this may yep. be Billy Bean's finest. I guess it was David Forrest, mostly, but both of them. It may be the, it may be their finest work. Yeah, in so many ways, we're talking a little bit about how either maybe the Gomes acquisition is lighting a fire under Murphy a little bit, or maybe it's just taking the pressure off. Like, oh, I don't have to be the only catcher that's good around here anymore. Because so Murphy's nice. playing great too now. Yep. He's playing really well. And um, I, I can't help but think Harrison might have the same effect on dudes, Kemp and others, like yeah, and Chapman, I, I, like make him feel like okay, I actually got to play well, or else there's this other guy who's gonna be playing here instead of me. Yeah. I'm gonna be sitting on the bench. And Chafin, you know, Chafin taking a little bit of pressure off of dudes in the bullpen, letting them just relax and pitch well. Man. Um, and Chafin, there was a really fun picture of him leaping back into the dugout, and he's just like on his belly with his legs in the air on the railing. You know, kind of want to make that like our. Logo? I don't know. Something. All right, we should make. We, yeah, we, we should. New pick. New um, pick. What do you? Uh, how do you feel about? How do you feel about the coming week? We're playing Cleveland. We play Cleveland. We got what? A three gamer. Three gamer with the, with the Cleveland team. With the Cleveland boys. The Cleveland baseball club. That Cleveland. The Cleveland. Oh, at Cleveland. Oh, fat road trip. Cleveland, Texas, Chicago. Chicago. Ten game road trip. Oof. Chicago, not a great place to be going, but also not our concern this week. Um, oh boy. Okay, five and one. I think we, I think we, I think we sweep the Indians, and then we take two out of three from the Rangers because I, I don't think we're going to sweep the Rangers twice in a row. I can't believe that we're all of a sudden good against the Rangers because we had so much trouble against them. I like five and one, and I'm going to go with five and one. Part of me wants to say 6-0, but I'm just I'm afraid I'm going to quickly start burning myself again. So, 5-1. and 6-0 would be awesome. 5-1 gives ourselves but, a game to work with, you know? Well, five and 5 I mean, 6-0, and oh, you're not going to go undefeated for the rest of the year. You know, you want to put we, you want to put together a lot of, like, 5-2, and 6-1 and one stretches. I mean, we kind of should against the Rangers. Because you got to lose some games just because you got to. But yes, we're playing well right now, so... Anyway, I guess we're both feeling good, right? Yeah, <laughs> we nailed like our predictions good. last we did. week, did we not? We did. We totally did. So, that's, you know. So, predictions this week, I guess. Um, Let me think. Sean Murphy homer. A Sean Murphy home run. We haven't seen a Sean Murphy home run in a while. He's been playing pretty well, but he hasn't homered in a while. So, Sean Murphy's got a homer. I'm predicting a two-plus steal game by Starling Marte. Seems like a safe bet. Seems like a safe bet, but yeah. also it's going to be sick when it's gonna it happens. It's going to be awesome. Anyways. Yes. <laughs> and uh, last but certainly not least, what is, what's the coolest thing you saw this week? Mm, for me, it was the Astros losing, losing big time. They have not won for three straight steer- series. Uh, my notes say he 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 and <laughs> they just recently lost three out of four to the twins 
which is awesome. The A's are now two games behind the Houston Astros. Thank you, Minnesota Twins. There was a a big Miguel Sano home run in that series off Lance McCullers, and that in itself felt like a major victory just to watch that one. So good week for the anti-Astros crowd. Totally. Which is very in line with the A's crowd. Also, honorary mention to the ball girl, um, Mets, Braves, Dodgers game. Yeah. Dodgers game. For the entire security staff was chasing a trespasser on the field, and none of them could catch him, and then the ball girl just basically stands up and like puts a shoulder into him, knocks him into the fence, and he falls over the, the wall, back into the stands, and he's... Apprehended. Apprehended is exactly the word I was looking for. Thank you. So that was pretty cool. Shout out, ball girl. Yeah. That's it. That's <laughs> it for me. Uh, mine was um, the Phillies retired Roy Holiday's number this week. Um, Roy Holiday, if somehow you don't know, is uh, one, one of the greatest pitchers ever. One of the greatest pitchers. Major, maybe the greatest pitcher of our generation for sure. I mean, stud. He was incredible. Um, they retired his jersey. He died tragically in a plane accident, which um, has happened kind of a strange amount of times to MLB pitchers over the years, at least three or four times. Terrible vehicle Corey Lytle, you know? Oh, yes, the plane specifically. Um, Corey Lytle, Roy Holiday. I feel like there's one more. There's another dude that Maybe. I'm forgetting about. There's a guy, I feel like there's another guy that pitched for the Yankees. That also it happened to because mm-hmm. Corey Lado it happened to Corey Lado when he was for the Yankees wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, uh, tragic regardless. Um, but on the day that they retired Roy Holiday's jersey, Zach Wheeler threw a two hit shutout, struck out eleven, um, in a very Roy Holiday esque start, um, and was the first Phillies pitcher to retire twenty two straight hitters in a start since Roy Holiday himself threw a perfect game back in twenty ten. So there were themes of uh, Roy Holiday running throughout the entire day on Roy Holiday Jersey Retirement Day, which is always nice. I love to watch Roy Holiday pitch, and it was a really big bummer when he died. So um, good for you, Zach Wheeler, and it's good to see Zach Wheeler doing well. Zach Wheeler got to be in the conversation for NL Cy Young. Honestly, I was looking at his numbers. He's leading the NL in strikeouts. He's got like 181 strikeouts. He's like he's gonna put up like 250 easy. The Wheeler Cy Young talk is real. Yeah, um, and so it was great. It was great to see. You know, I'm. I don't know Roy Holiday personally, but I would imagine he would have been appreciated being celebrated by a two-hit, 11K, complete game shutout by someone. Because that's and a very Roy family, Holiday story. His family so. seemed to like him, and I think sometimes that's all you really need to know. Totally. And that might be. That's, that's all we got. I just thought of an interesting new section that we can debut, though. Okay. Uh, the I don't know. I don't know what to call it yet, but. The, the A's great section, the look back, because Corey Lytle was an A's great. He was. In uh, 2001, 2002, the Moneyball days, he had back-to-back mid-three ERA seasons, uh, 3.59, 3.89. He pitched 29 and 31 games, respectively, close to 200 innings, 188, 192. Struck out over 100, walked less than 50. His ERA plus was 121 and 112. Yeah, good enough. Just 
solid stuff. And I distinctly remember my dad being very happy with his performances, which yeah. at the time was like, wow, that's high, high praise. bar. High praise, yeah. That's blame blame Pack does not throw around praise for pitchers, in my experience with him. Yeah. He grew up on Bob Gibson. So. Yeah. Um, Corey Lytle, R.I.P. Corey Lytle. Sad stuff. Yes, R.I.P. 10.7 career war. Not bad. <laughs> this feels like a weird note to end on the back. Corey Lytle. Fun fact, Corey Lytle and I have the same spelling of our first name. <laughs> it's the correct way to do it. All those Corys with E's in your name, I'm looking at you sideways. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. Corey, R.P. Corey, who spelled his name right. That's right. Um, Unlike Corey Kosky. <laughs> or Corey Patterson. Or Corey Patterson. Um, there's got to be other Corys that we're not thinking of, but... Probably. You know. <laughs> it's not a lot, though. <laughs> and uh, the wave is continuing to be ridden. Hopefully they stay hot. It's been fun, and we need to keep, we need to stay hot to keep catching the to catch up to the Astros. I do We're really, almost there. We're not quite there. I do really wonder if and when Chad Pinder's coming back and what that's going to do. Yeah. Because um, I'm looking at Piscotty, Moreland, or Kemp as the odd man out, possibly. And a healthy Chad Pinder just would be actually pretty dang cool. This could be yeah. a very flexible lineup with quite a bit of pop. Totally. Could be. It's nothing but bad. It's not bad to have too many options. So we'll yeah, see what happens. And I mean, it would be Chad Pinder is excellent. So yes. On to the next one. Indeed. Enjoy the off day today. Monday, and um, bring good vibes to the A's in Cleveland. And we will talk to you after another five and one week. Have a good one. Bye. Catch you next time. <laughs>